Welcome to the Woe Podcast about horses and horsemanship. I'm John Hare, and you've found the place where we talk horses. I hope you're doing well and spending some time with your horse. The pandemic isolation can be a little depressing for some. Horses have been a blessing, of course. They are wonderful animals to socially isolate with. You know, it's the little things that kind of get to you. Not being able to go out to eat or see a movie. Well, fortunately for me, the producers of a new Kevin Costner, Diane Lane movie asked if I would like an early screening and perhaps interview a cast member. It's all very secret, as we promise not to review or release any information before a certain date. Then there's this special process to log in and see the movie. And you get one chance. It's good for 72 hours. It's pretty fun, really. The movie is called Let Him Go. Kevin Costner plays a different type of role as a retired sheriff married to Diane Lane, who turned in an impressive performance. The movie is a thriller, building up slowly. One character in the movie, Peter, played by Boo Boo Stewart, helps Costner and Lane's character find their way. Boo Boo has a fascinating history that includes horses, stunts, music, and martial arts, and he was available for us to chat. Sadly, they're doing some heavy road work in my area, so I moved my recording setup to another room. My sound's a bit off, but Boo Boo's is pretty good, and his story is even better. Here he is. Enjoy. Good afternoon, Boo Boo. How are you doing? I'm doing how, how are you doing? I'm doing great. We're doing a, a podcast about horses and horsemanship. Found out that you were in this new movie with uh, Kevin Costner and Diane Lane called Let Him Go. And I thought we'd talk to you a little bit about uh, about your background with horses. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I uh, I born and raised on a ranch. So I've been around horses my whole life. And um, yeah, I currently I have a paint quarter horse. His name is Rimrock. He's an awesome guy, and yeah, I love I love riding and I love being around him. And yeah, it's just been a part of my upbringing. That's great. I wasn't f- too familiar with your work before this movie, but I was reading your IMDb page, and uh, man, you are a busy young man. You start <laughs> you started out as a stunt man. Yeah, so my my dad is a stunt coordinator and an actor, oh. and um, so I grew up going to set with him and just hanging out. And my older sister would do stunts for him, and eventually I was like, I want to do that. So my some of my first things were just like doing stunts, and I still, whenever I uh, he can bring someone on, I always like working as you know, still doing some stunts and things like that, and it's it's really fun. What was one of the first stunts that you did? Oh gosh, it's hard to remember. Do you remember? Uh, yeah, it was one of the first stunts I did. Probably just getting attacked with a, uh, actually attacked with like a, a tomahawk was one of my first stunts <laughs> I did when I was really young. <laughs> oh my so that, that was fun. And and then uh, did I, did I read that right? Is I IMDb have this correct, Boo Boo? Uh, you you were. Uh, signed to a record contract at age 12? Yeah, so when I was 12 years old, I was in a Disney group, a singing group, and we, yeah, we had signed a record deal to Walt Disney. 
yeah, I started traveling around, touring, doing music. It was really fun. That was a big, huge chunk of my life. And I still, I love music so much. I still uh, record my own stuff. And I, this year, just learned how to produce my own music. Music is such a crazy thing. In two and a half minutes, you could be happy or sad, depending on which song you choose to listen to. It's very, like, the quickest form of art to, you know, express oneself, I feel like. And it's it's a lot like a movie making and acting. You you kind of have to tell the story within that two and a half three minutes. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Very interesting in that sense where you got to get your point across much faster. <laughs> tell us a little bit about the movie. Let him go. As, as let him go. It's a story about a, a his grandparents having to go find their grandson and bring him back to the family. I play a character they meet along the way who helps guide them. His name is Peter, and uh, he's someone who was in residential schools. He was He's a residential school survivor, which is when they were taking natives from their communities at young ages and putting them in these boarding schools and stripping them of their culture. And it was a very abusive, very hard thing that happened to natives, literally from the late 1800s to the 1980s and he's a survivor of that and yeah that's that's kind of where i fall into play in this crazy world of letting go you were a, a bit of a wandering soul in the in the movie definitely yeah i think that it definitely he is because of every the traumas he went through and and the strength to continue after someone's been through something like that is so so amazing to have that strength that's something that I kind of took from him and the amount of the careful steps he's taken and how at peace he is and how he's not trying to like get revenge on or you know talk bad about anybody he just wants to continue his life at peace and uh, that's why he's so hesitant as to when they can, these two strangers come and disrupt his peaceful lives like oh what's going on Scott? <laughs> so uh, He's very hesitant to accept them and to believe them. Yeah. Yeah, that was a crazy time in American history. That was back in the days when they thought they could just solve problems by, well, uh, the Indians are kind of a troublesome culture. If we just put all the young Indians, American Indians, into uh, <laughs> school and forbid them from speaking their language, teach them English, and make them forget their heritage, the problem will go away. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, and it's just, I'm glad that you know about it, because honestly, a lot of people have no idea what a residential school is, and like, what the history of that, and it wasn't just here, it was, you know, Canada, I'm sure in other places too, and yeah, it's a really bad part of history that kind of no one ever talks about at all, and uh, it went on for a long time, I mean, that's a really, really long time, so um, I... I'm uh, glad that we're kind of shining light on uh, that subject so people will hopefully, you know, do some research on their own. And did you have a special interest in that? No, I just, I had heard about it before, actually through a different character that I played where his father was a residential school survivor. So I knew about this, I knew about it. But for this part specifically, I did deep, deep diving into what went on at the school 
and watching videos from the survivors and just reading about it and just trying to get a better understanding of the situation. Yeah, what a really, really bad thing to do to so many kids. Oh, it was terrible. And, of course, a lot of our listeners have horses or are interested in horses. And one of the stars of the movie, Kevin Costner, who's very popular on Yosemite now, he's he's one of the stars of the movie. How was it working with him? A dream come true. <laughs> he's one of my favorites, honestly. I mean, Dances with Wolves is one of the greatest films I think ever made. Uh-huh. You know, one of my dad's favorite westerns is Open Range. You know, it's just a dream true to, like, work with him. I mean, just to meet him and then to work alongside him was just crazy. And, yeah, honestly, like, as soon as I heard about the project and heard that he was on it and Dying Lane, too, I was like, oh, my gosh. What is, like, oh, please. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and then actually meeting them, they just exceeded every expectation of what I thought they'd be like. And also our director, Thomas, is just so calm and his energy he brings to that is so relaxing. And I'm sure he was very stressed, but he didn't show it at all. <laughs> it was very much it felt like a it felt like a like how you know like I feel like cowboys are all you know the you know the quiet like but that's how the set kind of felt honestly which was really relaxing your character identified more with Diane Lane as far as your knowledge of horses mm-hmm. you had this kind of mysterious yeah. connection and this horse is just drawn the horse that's in the movie is kind of drawn to you and is almost as a lonesome soul as you, as the character you play. Exactly. I think there's some kind of energy that they both put off, and that's why the world connected them, possibly the three of them. But more so, I feel like he and his horse, like he says in the film, he's like, I didn't take this horse. You know, it's, you know if it, it was literally just a wandering horse that showed up to him. Right. And... Um, He's even gone to the point of not even naming the horse. Actually, in the original script, the horse had a name. And in talking to Thomas, we ended up deciding that there shouldn't be a name for the horse because the horse is just as free as he is. And he wouldn't want to put a stamp on anybody else's life like they tried to do to his or control his life. So it was a very interesting theme going on with how free the horse is, how free he is, but they keep coming back to each other, you know? And then also, I feel like there's definitely just a a hole that's being filled with Diane, with Margaret and her, and her losing her son recently, and how he just kind of fills that hole. So it's it's a very interesting, like, motherly thing. I think it's a mother's, (laughs) would definitely connect with this sense of you know, needing to fill that gap and also seeing this boy, essentially, this very young guy out living by himself, like, you know, hoping and trying to make sure he's safe and okay. Right. And there are just so many of those connections in this movie. It's just between Margaret and George and then the the antagonist, the wee boys, there's all, there's this kind of family structure that surrounds the whole movie what how did you uh, i'm sure you've seen the finished product how did you think it came out as far as being a thriller you know it was an interesting thing because there's so much like (laughs) 
But I guess inner family drama is possibly the scariest thing <laughs> in the world. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the secrets that families keep for each other. And just like, to me, that's what's so intense. So I love how it came across. Because at the end of the day, like, you're going to protect your family. And sometimes in situations when you might not fully believe that they're in the right, but at the end of the day, it's your blood and you're going to protect them, you know? So it's an interesting battle with that. And I think that makes for great conflict and it showed in the film. Going back to that analogy you made with music earlier, it almost seemed like there were so many words not spoken in this movie that you kind of had to read between the lines, which many of us have to do in, in family life, you know, you to kind of get the real emotion and the real relationship that's going on there. And it added a, a, an extra level of tension for me in the movie. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a really great point. I love that. I think it's very interesting, yeah, when words aren't spoken and the audience can kind of take the look that the actor's giving and make it into what they think it is. I think that, yeah, that's a really great that quality that our movie has for sure. And I love just the, to me, that slow burn of a film. It's so nice and it's so satisfying that as soon as I read the script, I was like, oh, yes, this tempo is so just like, it's, uh, it just feels right. Yeah, it's a slow burn. That's a perfect description of this movie. Well, I know that uh, you've got to run. You've got a, a heart out, as they say. And I do appreciate you taking time to come and talk to us a little bit about it and give your thoughts on the movie, which is going to be out... November 6th. November 6th. Awesome. And yeah. is, is it going to be video on demand? How are we in this world of COVID? It's going to theaters, actually. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so you'll be able to watch... And also with this movie in a theater, I feel like it really it really puts you in that time zone that our movie's placed in and just the overall tone of the film. It just kind of sinks you right into the world. So the theater is a great place for it to be seen. I think you're right. I think in, on the big screen, it would, it just, it comes through that, that era in America is set in the sixties and just kind of brings that out. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Thanks again, Boo Boo. And is there anything else that you'd like to talk about? No, that that's it. Yeah, I mean, I, just, I think we covered all the bases, and I'm I'm just excited for people to see this movie. I'm very proud of it. Yeah, I had the most wonderful time working with everybody, and just I would do it all again for sure. So yeah, thank you for taking the time. Oh, my pleasure. I hope we get to talk again. That will do it for another episode. Thanks to Boo Boo Stewart and Focus Features for connecting all the dots and making this happen. Both Renee and I enjoyed Let Him Go a lot. If you like tense, slow burn movies, I think you'll like it too. Let Him Go is out in theaters now. Get out and get you some popcorn and milk duds. The best way to ensure you never miss an episode is to subscribe on whatever service you find our podcast. They're all free. All our episodes are on wopodcast.com. There are well over 200 in the library now. And you can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And just about anywhere else podcasts are found. It would be great to hear about your horse. 
Do you have a story to tell? Share your story with us. My email is john at woepodcast.com or connect with me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram under the name Woe Podcast. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks again for listening and sharing the podcast. Stay safe and healthy. So until next time, for Renee, this is John Hare saying, go have some fun with your horses. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye.